Hi, it's Brian from Two Guys in Traffic, and this week we bring you an anachronism, the 2019 Toyota 4Runner, one of the worst cars that you can drive in traffic, but I love it, and you're about to find out why. All right, so we're here in the 4Runner, and we are rapidly approaching traffic. Yeah, not where this car wants to be. Summer, Friday, July, going to New Hampshire traffic. Yes. So it's going to be brutal. <laughs> but do you know, do you see what's in front of us right now? An old school Toyota 4Runner. I bet you wouldn't see much it's of a difference. the same generation in, as this one. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, maybe, actually. I like that. So, uh, Toyota 4Runner. Yeah. And we got to get it out of the way up front. This car is very old. <laughs> yeah. Calling it very old is being generous. We're talking like a decade old. Liter literally. Literally, it is older than my friend's child who is eight. Yeah. Older than that. Uh, yeah, this generation Toyota 4Runner came out in 2009. Yeah. Got a mid-cycle refresh in 2014 that was mostly like tail lamps and the sender console and some stuff. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. It and is, other than that, it's, it hasn't changed much since then. I, to be perfectly honest, I can't think of a single vehicle that's older than this on the market today. There's probably there's one or some, two. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Um, yeah, but I can't think of any. But certainly of... of vehicles that are actually selling yeah this is up there and i'll tell you it's bizarre when you say selling because every year sales go up with this vehicle right it makes right. no sense that's not supposed to happen as a vehicle gets older sales go down but with this vehicle sales go up they just set like it went up like six percent in the last quarter from the year before which yeah. doesn't make any sense at all but the only way this possibly makes any sense is survivor bias this is like the stranger things of vehicles people want it because it's old yeah i mean it's it's, it shows how good it was originally. Yeah. When it came out in 09, and then people just keep buying it. And I think I know why. Oh? It's the fact that the window in the tailgate goes down. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly it. And I can't think of another vehicle where that happens. I mean, that is the defining characteristic of this vehicle. It is the one thing that sets it apart from everything else. And the hood scoop. For style Which points. It doesn't yeah. do anything. No. The non-functional hood scoop. But between those things, the very functional rear glass that goes down, by a button down yeah. there, there's a button, um, and uh, and the hood scoop, which doesn't do anything. Yeah. And the fact that you can drive this thing pretty much anywhere, and it will continue driving no matter where you take it. Well, that's let's talk about that for a minute. Reliability on this vehicle is bulletproof. If you're the kind of person who values resale value and reliability, I can't think of a better choice, to be perfectly honest, because this retains its its value very well and look that car right there for example still looking fine air conditioning looks like it's broken but yes. it can put down its rear window then it, which does help with uh, moving car? air through and all that and um yeah and it's you know extremely capable reliable it's not a modern car it's not the roomiest up here there's a ton of room in back it's actually not as roomy as most of your competition when you look at the outside dimensions of this car and then you get in it you wonder where all the space went it went to off-roady bits and large body panels and, and huge, chunky door handles. and Yeah, probably outdated design where they weren't as efficient. Because uh, I've measured this thing, you know, for example, to carry skis in. There's not enough room behind the front seats to carry skis. It's shockingly small inside for how long it is. Yeah. That's okay. I don't care. Yeah. I, I mean, there's there, the list of reasons not to buy this car is extremely long. Oh my god. 
this makes zero logical sense. If you're considering buying this car because you want some feature or you want something comfortable or fuel efficient or whatever, don't buy this car. It doesn't have any of those things. No, but it has emotion and that's why people buy this car. Yeah, it's, well, it's got history. 4Runner, yeah. it's, it's been around for a while. Um, Toyota is very good at building off-road vehicles that have been for years and years and years. Um, you know, you got this, you got the Tacoma and the Land Cruiser, all extremely good uh, off-roaders uh, of today and yesteryear. Um, so I, I like it a lot. But yeah, the, the reasons not to buy it are, are long. So let's go down the list here. Okay, so grab the, grab oh. the thing and let me let me uh, run down some features and you tell me if, if they're on there, okay? okay. Um, let's say uh, adaptive cruise control. Nope. Okay. Uh, 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 blind spot monitor. Nope. Okay. Uh, adaptive, or no, uh, lane keep assist. Nope. No. Uh, what about auto head beams, high beams? Nope. Auto windshield wipers? Nope. Uh, auto anything, basically. I can't think of anything here that's automatic. No. It's got power seats? Yeah. Yay. It, 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 power seats, that's good. If you look at the safety feature list, it's basically all the things that are mandated by the government. Exactly. That's... Uh, yeah. ABS, anti-lock brakes, traction control, stability control. Airbags. It's got airbags. And latch anchors for car seats. Yes, all those things that are required. Other than that, it has daytime running lights. Yeah. There's a button here that says DRL. If, if safety is a priority, don't buy this car. The crash test ratings, not good. I mean, they're not the worst. It's got five stars right. on side impact. A previous generation of this car once got one star in a, in a crash test rating. So it is 400% better. better. It is better than that. Um, if you're the passenger, side overlap, three stars. That's not great. No, not ideal. Yeah, so there's a lot of things. Okay, um, let's look at other features that uh, you might want if you were going to have this as a daily driver. Okay. Uh, USB ports. How many we got? One. Oh, that's, that's not very many. Climate control? Nope. Well, it's got a knob. Oh, it does have... It, I, all right, so points that I like emotionally, I do like the chunky knobs. It's got a big knob. You can use those things with gloves. I. I it's not automatic uh, no. climate control, but you can... I want to be warm. I want to be cold. That's those are your choices. Yeah. And then you got a big knob for the fan. I want yes. fan on high. I want okay. fan on low. Okay, fine. The big chunky knob in the middle to tell you where you want the where do you want the air to blow? Oh, yeah. Okay. Those those are the only questions you need to answer. And apparently you need a research button that is the size of Montana. Yeah. Over it's, here. I don't know. Well, why they got to take up space. I mean, you don't want a little research button. No, you want a big one. <laughs> and you don't even need to press it because you spin that to max AC and right. it turns it on for you. Right. And then you turn it on. Fine. Um. Get a big AC button, which today, because it's 84 degrees and more humid than Florida yeah. here in Massachusetts on our way to New Hampshire. Um, it does have a lot of 12-volt power adapters. Yeah, and it does have a, a 110 volt in the back as well. Yep, it does do that. 400 watts. So I took this camping last year for a week, and we were able to recharge all of our things using the 12 volts. It does have quite a bit of juice. Um, worked well. Yeah, and you can haul a bunch of stuff because the back is, is pretty roomy. Yeah. It's not uncomfortable, but the steering is not what you would call precise. It floats all over the place. Yeah. Well, handling is just not inspiring. When this one specifically has the upgraded suspension for $1,750. There's a name for it. Oh, I'm sure there's a name. Um, kinetic dynamic suspension system kdss oh excellent which actually does help a lot because without it it's got a very soft suspension it just floats when you hit the brakes it knows nose dives and the brakes on this are super grabby 
just touch him and like he yeah. breaks on or off. Take your pick. And after all the complaining you did about the suspension in, on this car, I didn't find it that bad at all. Because you have the upgraded, you have the upgraded suspension. So buy that, and then and then you're that good. helps a lot. For if you yeah. have the 1750, it does help. Yeah. Um. You know, steering wheel. It's got giant buttons for hanging up your phone or picking up your phone. Yeah. And I don't know that the kids these days are actually going to know what that is. I doubt it. It's an actual telephone. And then there's the speak to me button, which doesn't work. Um, the display button, talking about the dash. Mm. Okay, so I got digital speed and the eco monitor right now. I don't know what that does. I think it's showing me what wheels are being driven. Oh, goody. Or Yeah, so something. speaking of the four-wheel drive, it's got a stick on the floor that goes directly in the transfer case. You can feel it. When is the last time you saw a stick on the floor? Yeah, there aren't a lot of those around. Um, cruising range, 235 miles but left. You can get an automatic four-wheel drive system in the very top trim. Okay. If you're Why would you buy that instead of the TRD off-road, which is the only one to get? The TRD off-road, and people are paying above sticker for them. I mean, it's a... If you want to go off-roading, actually, this is one of the best vehicles you Well, can speaking buy. of sticker, so what is our what is our total price? Oh, $43,235. Excellent. After destination. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's... 43 grand. That's... Now, honestly, this that, I think that's competitive. Because I parked this yesterday next to my friend's uh, new Jeep Wrangler JL. Okay. Similar size, similar price. His has less room in the back. Less room in the back seat, less room in the trunk, less room for storage and everything. But the roof comes off. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I think pretty comparable uh, off-road capability. That's really the only comparison to this vehicle as far as I can tell. Other than that, any crossover, this is one of the last body-on-frame SUVs. Any crossover you get for that price, infinite more value. Yeah, I mean, you can get the only you know other body on frame sort of things are like the the Tahoe Yukon right. um, thing, which is way bigger than this, um, and way more money. Yes, you know it that is. starts at sixty grand or something. Yeah, so that's you're, that's, a, that's not even a comparison. Um, you know those the Isuzu, those ancient. are gone. Yeah, yeah, they're not making that anymore. So you know this is a it's a car out of another time almost. An anachronism. Yeah. Um, which, is Which maybe like, is, is the charm. There's nothing to compare it to. Well, that's why people buy it. If you want an old-school body-on-frame SUV where the nose dips every time you touch the brakes, this is it. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I'm looking behind it. There's a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which yeah. is sort of, kind of, but this feel, that's more luxury-focused, I think. It is more luxury-focused. And that, more it's, money it's as a, a result. It's a better vehicle all around, though. Yeah, but the rear window doesn't go down. <laughs> and it doesn't have a hood scoop. Yeah, so I will admit, so I've... And those big knobbies. I'm going to tell you guys all the reasons you shouldn't buy this car, right? But after I had this for a week, I'll be honest, I wanted to buy this car. Yeah, but and I, I really was, like it. And it, it, mm. But when I was camping, it's a perfect camping vehicle. You can put all your things in here. You can go off-road when you're out west in the desert and just take it up into the mountains. Yeah, and so, like, okay, so you have things up here, right, which are really nice things. you got um, on the right side, it tells you, okay, what sort of terrain are you on? Are you on light, yeah. too heavy terrain? And you spin the knob. To decide what kind of terrain you're on. We've got that one. That's desert or something. That's slippery. More more slippery, and that's big rocks, yes. I guess. I don't know. And you press that button to turn it on and off. And then on this side is really cool. Um, this is... Uh, I can't remember what the name of it. But basically, you can set the speed you want the car to be yeah, it as you're off-roading. And it's one, two, three, four, five miles an hour. And so you just set that, and then you don't have to brake or yeah. hit the gas. All you do is steer. 
It's cruise control for off-roading. Yeah, it's off-roading cruise control, and it's really, it works really well. It's super cool. The car makes so much noise when you put it in that mode. Yeah, and from what I've seen, it actually, there's some magic in that off-road cruise control that actually makes it work better than if you did it by hand. Yes, um, because it drives like all four wheels independently, and it does the brakes on all four wheels independently. It's, it's all smart and stuff. Um, that's very cool. Also, uh, locking rear diff also helps Manual with the off-roading. Manual electronic locking rear diff. Exciting. There's a button. Um, it's got heated seats. Oh, good. A feature. Does it have Apple CarPlay or Android no, Auto? No, it doesn't have yeah. that. <laughs> um, so. No no CarPlay, Android Auto. It does have uh, Bluetooth. Oh. So you can Bluetooth your phone. It, the USB, you can plug in. The one USB. Yeah, but if you have your phone Bluetoothed and you plug it in, it gets confused. So, while we're talking about the things that it doesn't have, it's worth noting that, that for 2020, which will be out shortly, it actually gets a lot of the Yeah, things. it's getting the new head unit upgrade that's going to have CarPlay and Android Auto in it. Yeah. That's going to be really nice. It's getting the full Toyota, I think it's called Safety Sense is Not their name the for it. Not full, but... It well, it's almost, getting Adaptive Cruise. It's getting Adaptive Cruise and Automatic Emergency Braking. It's not going to get lane departure at all. Probably because this is an old, it's not electric steering. So Where do you put the camera. Yeah, 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 I don't know. But it is, it's getting a bunch of stuff. So next year's going to be a big upgrade, which is interesting because this is due for a, a full overhaul. And Toyota just announced that they're going to build a new plant in Alabama, I think, to build a future SUV, which okay. some of the assumption is that, oh, it's got to be the new 4Runner because tariffs, who knows, whatever. But. If they're going to do that, so they're doing a pretty significant upgrade next year to do all the safety stuff. Yeah. Only to replace it the year well, or two knows, after. They so haven't, they haven't announced when it's going to be replaced. Well, And, and a lot of this thing. has to do with if you want to sell in Europe. The EU at this point has more stringent safety regulations than we do. Yep. And automatic emergency braking is becoming required in the European Union. And so you, do you really want to build two versions of the vehicle? Well, are they going to sell this in the EU? I wouldn't think so. I, but I don't know. I don't Who know. knows? Um, but... You know, this is uh, fine. I don't care. But next year, yeah, it is going to be the one to buy. And here's the question that I can't think of a, a, a no answer to is why redo it if sales keep going up? You've already amortized all the design and R&D and whatever into this car, and you keep selling well, it. You know, honestly, because there's a lot of people for whom Android Auto and automatic noise braking are absolute deal breakers. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand the, the, the head unit and the, and the safety stuff, yeah. but why redesign the whole car? What... What necessary? How is that necessary? Just keep selling it. Do a minor upgrade like they did you in 2014. You sound like a businessman right there. Yeah, they keep selling. Sales are up. On what car? Right. Well, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. That's almost certainly their logic. It's why they haven't killed it. It's why they haven't redesigned it. You don't kill the goose. Yeah. Right. If you keep selling a car and you don't have to put any money into it or any significant money into it, yeah. Keep selling the car. What? Why not? Yeah. And I'm I'm convinced that people are buying it because the rear window goes down. I can't come up with a better answer. Yeah, I mean, there's no... Okay, it's capable off-road. Not that many people go off-road. No. Some do, but but not a ton. It's got a hood scoop. Not that many cars. You know, it, I mean, those are ridiculous things, reasons to buy a car, but I'm not yeah. convinced that that isn't why people are buying it. It does have decent towing capability, but you can get a lot of crossovers that can tow yeah, better. Yeah, who's, who's towing? I mean, yeah. okay, the engine, fuel economy. What's the fuel economy say? It's awful. awful. 18 miles a gallon combined. Awful. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not even, like, close to good. No, no it... A mediocre SUV in this size range should get 21. Yeah. So, okay, so it doesn't get fuel economy. It's not particularly fast. It's actually quite slow. I tried passing someone going uphill in this car. 
coming out of Death Valley, I thought I was going to die. I floored it. It went nowhere. Well, and also Toyota, this isn't turbocharged or anything. No. So you don't you don't get that like you do with the EcoBoost with the Fords and all those things. So uh, especially you know at altitude, I used to live in Colorado. This car yeah. was way down on power. Oh, but yeah. they sold tons of them. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, so there, there, you know, there's no great reason to buy it, but I can't think of reasons to, to not buy it if this is the sort of thing you want. If you want an off-road capable large SUV that the roof doesn't come off of, you buy this. And it's, if you do want the roof to come off, you go get it. But it's Wrangler. not even that large of an SUV. It's midsize. And it's, I mean, I'm going to say this again. The interior dimensions on this are not spacious. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a ton of, like, hip room and leg room. And, you and not much the, length. You can't fit yeah. gear in the back. Actually, you know, it, it, the back cargo area looks physically bigger than it is. You can fit a decent number of bags, but in terms of, like, with the seats down, the length of storage, not great. You're not fitting your skis, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal to people who buy this car. And if you, people say you use the roof racks, this thing's taller than you think it is. Getting things onto the roof racks, it's up there. Yeah, so what you're saying is that it's smaller on the inside but larger on the outside. Yeah. It's like the opposite of Hermione's magic bag. Sure. It's smaller than it looks. It's, it is much smaller But it's bigger look. than you think. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we got that worked out. And for the price point, there's so many other options. If 43 grand. For, at 43 grand, so many options that have more space, much better on-road handling, better safety. More comfortable. Yeah, more comfortable. Like, you name it. Like, yeah. more everything. Yeah, but it doesn't have a knob that lets you choose how fast you want to drive when you're going off-road. I think there's a lot of people who buy the car because it's simple. They get in, they see a traditional shifter, they see the knobs, they're like, okay, I know big how to knob. operate this ah, vehicle. big knobs, yes, those are good. Yeah. You got, oh, I want recirc with a button the size of Montana. All right, let's hit that. <laughs> um, you know, there's a clock up there, a real, yeah. like, with an a hour and minute button. Yeah. I don't know why, whatever. You know, it's got a mirror. It's got a rear view mirror you can see hey, behind you. This car will go to 200,000 miles without breaking a sweat. It's got a steering wheel. When you let's, se- let's you turn. When you sell it, you're not going to lose much value. No, it's going to hold a lot of value. Um, it, over here, there's uh, buttons that allow you to change the way the exterior mirrors are pointed. Oh, goody. Yeah, it's got that. Um, over here, there are four buttons to roll down the windows. Yeah. All auto. It says that right there, which is actually, I do kind of like that because some cars, they don't they, do auto on all of them. They only do auto on the driver, which I don't understand why. You're, you're reaching the bottom of the barrel when you're praising them for the winds sh- wind the windows. There's... Oh, there's uh, a button over here that lets you turn the 120-volt home power plug in the trunk on and off. Yeah, so here's an interesting bit about that. The wa- rated watts on that are it's not 400. As, yeah, <laughs> sort of. It's only that after you start the vehicle but before you move it. As soon as you shift into drive, the wattage drops dramatically. Really? Yeah. It doesn't say that on the button. It says 400 watts on the I button. I understand that's what it says. Okay. Uh, and believe me, you, you, there's some indicator on there that'll tell you what, when you turn it on. I think it's the color light or something. Oh, yeah, it's what, orange now. Yeah, well, that's okay. right. And there's another button that it looks like, I don't know what that does, but it's got a little windshield wiper with a thing. It looks like an a electric heated windshield windscreen. Well, I don't know what that I don't is. know what that button does. It turns orange when you press it. Okay. So there's a button for that. Is it the rear defroster, maybe? No, that's over here. Oh. I don't know what to tell you. It looks like, oh, I wonder if that's the rear windshield wiper defroster. Or so, I don't know. I can tell you, though, for the power in the back, when we were charging our devices, 
we found it much better to use the 12 volt back there. You could recharge much quicker than you could on the 110 volt. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, you're having the AC, DC inverter efficiency losses, and because the wattage drops when you drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, oh, we got other things, other buttons. There's one up here to open your garage door. Oh, goody. And then that one opens the sunroof. Yeah. Which is a, it's a sunroof. I'm running out of things here, man. I'm trying to talk up all the features on, on this car. <laughs> uh, there's a handle over there that you can hang on to. Oh, and there's a handle here. There's two handles on your side. That's exciting. Yeah. You do have the big door handles on the door, which I kind of like. If you're gonna, if you're going off road, those are, are kind of nice because you're gonna get, you know, rocked around a bit. This is a lifestyle vehicle. Let's be honest. It is not a commuting car. There's a, okay. So, down here, there's a place to put your phone, except it interferes with the cup holder. Hmm. And then well, there's a place to put your two, phone. In but 2009. It fit, and then that doesn't fit. Think about this. 2009, we're talking what the original iPhone, and that meant you were high tech. Most people sold flip phones in 2009. True, and the flip phone would fit in there, no problem. Yeah. Um, there's no good place to put my sunglasses. Yeah. So I have them sitting around the toe thing, the or the, four, the four wheel, right. four low yeah. knobby. Um, this bin is fairly spacious. Yeah. And there is another, another 12, 12 volt. volt. Yeah, it's, there, there's at least five of them in this car. Yeah. Oh, look, a container for my CDs. Because, you know, when I bought this car, I probably still had CDs. You sure that's for CDs? Uh, no. But I think it might be for... for tissues. It's for yeah, tissues. tissues yeah. It's for tissues. But it does have a CD player. How many cars today still have CD players? Uh, that Chrysler Pacifica we had had a Blu-ray player. Yeah. That was that's cool. That's different. When was the last time you used a CD player in your car? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is there even... Isn't there one in the XC40, but it's in, like, the glove box? I don't know. I've never... Had occasion to use it. Never needed it. No. I can tell you my truck has one. Never used it. Uh, Volvo has one, but never Even used my it. 2011 Santa Fe when I had that, which never. was the same generation as this that had that, I never used it. Never used it, no. No, why would you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have this storage bin down here, but if you feel it, it's not deep at all. No. You feel the car is huge. Feel, stick your hand in yeah. there. It's not. There's no room for anything. And if you do put your sunglasses there, when you accelerate, they slide out. Yeah. Because there's no lip. And then there's... There are little nooks and cubbies in places, though. But there's just not a lot of... Yeah, the uh, doors are pretty spacious. The door pockets are pretty good. Yeah. But other than that... And yet... People, I would buy one. Uh, you know... <laughs> at the end of my camping trip, I said to my wife, if I get home and one of these shows up in the driveway, don't be surprised. <laughs> Did it show up in the driveway? No. I didn't buy it, but I thought about it. Then I realized all the things that I talked about earlier about how this is a terrible vehicle. Yeah. And then I didn't buy it. Yeah, but other people do buy it, and I and I can't fault them for it. I know. I, I, I understand the emotion that makes them do this, and to them it might even seem like logic. Yeah. If I lived out west where I was on my camping trip, I would have bought this. Yeah, if you drove on, like, rutted trails ever, yeah. instead there, of driving Route 3 right. to, your, to Burlington and back. If there was anywhere, anywhere that I could go, like, we drove this thing from, you know, Death Valley, all around the Sierras, we drove in the Indios Mountain Range up to like 10,000 feet on like dirt roads for hours with this thing. It was a champ. Did you shoot video of it? No. No. Sorry to disappoint you. That's too bad. Yeah. I should have known. I know, A right? year ago that we were going to start reviewing cars. It, it, no, but I mean, we got this thing, beautiful train, hours off-road. It was perfect for that. But that's if you live out west. If you have those trails, buy this car. Yeah. Buy this car with a smile a mile wide. Yeah, move to Colorado, buy a 4Runner. Yeah. Okay. Move to central Massachusetts. Drive to that. work on the highway. No. 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 No, it's not good. Um, yeah, so here we're about to be two guys in traffic. Hardcore. 
because now we've hit the toll traffic. It's not even a toll, it's just the merge because this section of the road. Now there's a toll in two X's. Yeah, but that's not where the traffic is from. I it's think. not? No, I it's think from it the is. merge. Th- oh, it's from three lanes going right. to two lanes. Which it does repeatedly on the section of road because in this And state, then it expands they, out to three lanes, then it goes back, back to two lanes to, again for no reason. Yes, exactly. Because New Hampshire traffic design is poor. I, yeah. You know who has the best uh, highway design right now? California. No. Okay. No. Oh, wow. Come on. <laughs> Utah. Utah, okay. Utah Department of Transportation is one of the most progressive in the country. Hmm. They are all about trying new intersections and new ways to do it and um, putting in all sorts of uh, sensors and things to figure out traffic flows to adjust headlights and things, yeah. or uh, traffic lights. Yeah. Utah. Who knew? Well, uh, Utah's one of the fastest growing countries, or uh, Utah's one of the fastest growing <laughs> states <laughs> in the country. Yeah. And they're building all sorts of new highways and roads and things, and so they're saying, oh, let's look forward. Yeah. Those Mormons. Mormons are smart. Okay. When it comes to traffic design. They they designed that double diamond interchange thing. Yeah, I've seen those. The that double thing's diamond. wacky. Yeah. They, but it's yeah. supposed to be super efficient. Yeah, it works great, but it's it's you know, once right. people figure out what the heck they're supposed to do, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And then we had one um, in Durango where I used to live where you sort of you turned left and crossed over and there were two traffic lights and so you'd cross over and it was very confusing. Except yeah. And people hated it. And then CDOT had all this data showing how, like, throughput had increased by 30%. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Utah. This would be a great car in Utah. This fantastic car. Go to Moab? You could, yeah, you could Moab this thing all day. I was yep. going to say exactly that. This would be perfect for that. Let's go to Moab and, and drive it around. You should call Toyota. Yeah. Call Corey. Corey Prophet. <laughs> He's the guy. He got me the Tacoma when I went down to Virginia. There you go. That car was great. If, I bet if you say we want to do two guys in traffic, you know, sitting behind a couple of... Two guys in traffic on an off-road trail in Moab. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet right, he'd be, like, that. all over that. Yeah, I could do that. Uh-oh, here comes the police. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, one guy in a police car. Yeah. We should do that show. I think I've seen that show. <laughs> who's he? Where's he? Stop resisting. Who's he going after? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's going after that red car. Oh, maybe yep. he blew a he's, toll. There's someone specific he wants to go after. Yes. I thought there wasn't a toll up here. You don't know how far he's been chasing. Fair. <laughs> it's gonna be like this for a long time. It is. Let's see. Go to nav. Oh, it doesn't Options. have a, a, a modern modern nav system with traffic. I'm shocked. No, it does have traffic. I think. What's that? Isn't that traffic? Uh. This thing's awful. It really is. Navigation. It, it, this is easily the worst infotainment system you can buy today. We're on the Everett Turnpike in Merrimack, New Hampshire. I knew that. I'm glad it told us that. Options, map mode. No, map only. What? Westbound Route 101. Oh, <laughs> road construction. Okay. It says green. No. Wait. Show it's me where terrible. I am. Enter? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, what is, is this is terrible <laughs> whatever it's getting replaced and then we're gonna have android auto yeah done moving on with our it's gonna be way better yeah. all right um don't use the nav because it's awful uh other than that buy this car because your heart tells you to because you want a dinosaur yeah because you want knobs this is the biggest knobs we've had in a car i think oh yeah for sure I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be a terrible car in the winter, though. I would like an automatic four-wheel drive, and I have to go up a trim level to get it. 
because that you just put it in H four. You're saying how oh. great this is. Now you're complaining that it has that. I, I don't. I don't think this stick shift toll drive is great. I I think it's. It's cool. Why why have it? Because you don't need it anymore. No kidding. I can't. You should have a button. Yeah, every other car has a button or, or a auto. knob or, or yeah. whatever. It's a not of this. Okay. But uh, yeah, Forerunner. We like it even though we shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. That is the summary of this car. <laughs> All right, subscribe. Notifications. Oh, wait, the, oh, now the policeman's coming what? back this way. Maybe he wants you. We oh, there's car. a crash. Oh, it's right in front of us. Okay. Liter- literally right yes. in front of us. Uh, all right, before the policeman gets here and we have to move, uh, like, subscribe, and then once you subscribe, click the bell yes. to be told of new things. And comment. And comment. Let tell- us know how we got this wrong and how it has all the features that you ever need. Yeah, who needs adaptive cruise control sitting in traffic? Yeah. Not I, said the fly. <laughs> oh. oh, here comes the popo. Maybe that's where he was going. I think that is exactly where he was going. Oh, there's two policemans. And a crash. There's something going on. Anyway, yeah, yeah, fine. Like, subscribe. We're going to sit in traffic behind this whatever happened up here. And uh, then we're going to go float on a river. Yeah. In kayaks. In kayaks. And maybe fall in. I fell in last year. I'm going to make sure you fall in this year. I I look forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I... It's going to be 88 degrees, so you're going to be thrilled to fall into the water. I I will be perfectly fine falling into the water, and let me tell you, I've learned from these river trips with 12-pack per person is not enough. (laughs) True story. But not while we're driving. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're getting picked up in a van. All right, that's it. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.